Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the Monday Mindset episode. And today we're going to do something a little bit different where we are going to dive into talking a little bit about our fears and how our fears, when we let them, they will snowball. And when they snowball, they stop us from doing anything. So when, with our fears, it's funny. I mean, fears are the, the feeling where you get that I should, oh, I should not do this. This is, I don't know what this is going to bring. I don't know what people are going to say. I don't know what they're going to think. But somewhere deep in you, it's still pulling on you to give it a try, to maybe think, what if, to what if I do this? How will this look? Imagine how this would feel. So you've got this little tug of war happening back and forth, and we decide which one we're going to feed. We're going to feed the fears or we're going to feed the faith. You can't feed both at the same time. So you've got to pick one or the other. And I was in this space for a long time where I couldn't figure out how to feed anything but the fears. The fears of what would happen with my kids, where would they go, what would life look for them, what would happen with us. How could we fix this? Everything was living in the past and living in the future and nothing was living about right now. So there was no room. I didn't create room in order to have faith. And we need to have faith. We need to have a belief that there is something more that we can create for ourselves. So you guys know that I talk about stories. I mean, I am stories are completely my jam that I love to talk about because we all have stories. So as I'm in the final stages of launching this collaborative book, and I'm so excited about the title, not releasing it yet, but it did come to me as things always come when we create space. And as I'm um, coming into the end of it, I have been on phone calls and, and videos and connecting with people from literally all around the world. I'm not even kidding. And what is beautiful is the number of referrals that are coming in and connections from people that I kind of know, that we've crossed paths, that we're Facebook friends, and literally they're sending people my direction. So first off, I can't, I mean, I can't honestly say thank you enough for that because it's just beautiful and it's all about collaboration. It's exactly what I believe that we are all here to do, that we can all serve, support, and impact each other. So I want to say thank you for that. And then on top, as we were, as I'm winding down these calls, I can't, I just thought I wanted to do a summary of some of the fears of what people have about their stories. And you can adapt these and put them into um, purpose of any area of your life because they certainly do. We all experience them, right? We all experience fears. And it's easier for us to stay small because then we don't have to touch into the areas that might be complicated, that might be painful, that might hurt. But see, playing small is a choice too. And there's pain associated with that. So we get to choose which pain we have or which discomfort we have. So I wanted to just summarize some of the really consistent similarities that I have heard over the last couple of weeks in these phone calls with women about fears. So here they go. You probably will be able to relate to some of them. 
So regarding a book, I mean, this is a book, for example, but you might look at it in any other, any other aspect. Is maybe you want to be a speaker. Maybe you want to be a coach. Maybe you want to be a writer. The first thing your ego says is, I'm not a great writer. Like, I'm not a great writer. Well, I can tell you something that you're never going to learn how to be a great writer until you write. Like, you're never going to learn how to do something new until you try it. No one is good right from the beginning. It takes practice and it takes work. And we can surround ourselves with people who can help us with editing, with writing, with our thoughts to organize them. And that's what we do in this program. My publisher, um, Suzanne, has her editing team as well as the coaches that we have connected to help people to connect to their message to be able to write. So writing is something that you can learn to do. Um, and it's just not about, it's not, let me just paint this picture. It's not about being great and amazing. It's about being able to connect to what your message is and connect to what your story is. That's what matters. It's not about being perfect at it. And there are editors in place and there's things there to help you with, with the spelling, grammar, all of those things, right? Those are kind of semantics. They're really not a big deal. It's about being able to connect to the message and learning how to let go of that need for perfection, which is what I was for the longest time, is trying to be perfect at it. And at the end of the day, I know my book isn't, I know there's mistakes in it, but I became so detached from what was there and focused on what the message is. And that is really important. The second question that comes up is, what will people think of me for sharing my story? Well, what people? Let me ask you that. Like, what people are you referring to? Ask yourself who you're concerned about and if they truly are people whose opinions that you value and trust. Because if they're not, let it go. Like, honestly, just let it go. They're not important. And there's always going to be people who have opinions about you, whether you stay small or whether you grow and expand. Doesn't matter. You're always going to be there. The next question is, what people... Will people judge me for sharing my story? I love this question. I can't even tell you how many times I've heard it virtually from everybody I've spoken to. I hate to break it to you. They're going to judge you no matter what you are doing or not doing. There is no shortage of judgment out there available for people. None at all. So what I need you to do is to not put that focus on that. There is never, ever a shortage of people who are going to judge you. That just, there just isn't. What does have to change is you learn how to set those boundaries and to bless and release, right? Because you never had control anyways. And it is so freeing to learn how to not be concerned with the judgment of others. And I know that you're probably listening to this and going, that's ridiculous. There's no way I can do that. You can do it. It takes practice. When you really start to understand that the judgments that people are putting on you really come from themselves. It's thoughts themselves, where they are in their life, what's going on. Maybe they're jealous of the, the changes that you're making. Maybe they are afraid that you're going to hurt yourself. Maybe they're afraid and they want to keep you safe. Whatever it is, it's not your concern. It really isn't your concern. And you shouldn't use that as a reason to stop or start something in your life. The next question I keep hearing, who really wants to hear my story? Like, I just don't feel important enough. Um, I can't, again, this, this has been very consistent this past week. And it would start with a person saying, well, I'm only this age. This is a, this is my story. I don't think it's important enough. And then they proceed to tell me, and I literally almost fall off my chair. See, we have gotten to the point where we are almost downplaying some of the most difficult things we had in our lives 
because we're comparing to someone else and thinking it's just not big enough. It's not important enough. It's not something that would impact a lot of people. So A, we're comparing our story to someone else, which never ever gets us anywhere. And we're downplaying what we have lived through when really some of these stories are absolutely incredible. Like all of our stories contribute to who we are and who we've become in our life. So Let's back this up for a second. If you feel pulled to share your message, whether it's in this movement, in this book, or in something else, it's calling on you for that reason. If you have connected to me, and we don't know each other, let me just give you a scenario. We don't know each other, but you've connected through my book when she stopped asking why, and we've never met before, then I'm going to tell you that stories actually do reach far. They reach further because we don't actually know each other. So it's very cool that way when you think about it, the stories reach. And then our stories can literally reach people across the world. I shared this in a um, live recently that to date, I still get monthly Kindle purchases for my book from Japan. Every single month I get purchases from Japan. I don't know anyone in Japan. And somehow the message is reaching in that direction. So our stories have far further reaching than we could ever imagine. And creating a purpose or a meaning and an impact from your story changes the whole story. Like it literally changes the whole story. So imagine how that would feel. The next thing is I get said, I get people say to me is that I will join your next book launch. I really want to share my story, but when I feel stronger, when I have more courage or I'll join the next one. Okay. So the first part to that, when I have my courage, okay, you're not going to find it. I, you're not going to find it. Courage is, is a verb. It's an action verb. We build it. We don't find it. We create it because we get into action. So it isn't something you just all of a sudden wake up in one day and go, oh, there it is. I've been looking for it. And there it is. That's not how it happens. You have to try something, basically <laughs> fall, stand, win, fail, whichever way you want to call it, learn, keep going keep going, keep going, keep going. That's how it works. So it's really, really powerful with the courage that you have to build it in order to create it. And as you keep doing that, you create it, you get stronger. As you get stronger, you create more and you just keep going and going. We put boundaries in place. It gets even easier to build that courage. It really, really does. The second part to that is, is that I don't know for certain if there'll be a second book launch. I believe that there will be, but I honestly, life is evolving at such a crazy rapid rate that I don't know what's going to come next. And I'm just going to keep going with it as it goes and see where it takes me. I, from the stories I've connected with for this book, I have no doubt it's going to be a massive success, success, but there's still no guarantees in life in what comes next. So don't hold, if something is pulling on you, don't hold back on that, reach forward and step into it. The next question that I'm asked I want to do this. I want to share my story. I know it's meant for something more. I'm afraid to dive into it because it's painful. And that I understand. I've got you. I totally do. I hear you and I can relate because I've been right there. If you're in this space where you are being held onto by your story, right? It's really holding on to you. If you're in that space, you still have two choices. We always have two choices. Stay with the discomfort you know, your story having all the power in your life, or you take back your power, stand on your story and not in it and use it for something good, right? You give your story purpose. It changes everything. Imagine becoming a pillar of hope and wisdom for a complete stranger in their lives. It will light you up in ways you could never imagine. You couldn't even plan on it. You had no idea how, what an impact that is to help someone else. 
That's the beauty of paying it forward. And we can all pay it forward in some way, shape or form. That energy changes your life and honestly collectively shifts the planet. I 100% believe that there's no shortage of the impact of what that can do as we continue to pay it forward. If you know that this is pulling on you and you're feeling like, oh, I want to share my story, then please reach out. This program closes on Thursday, July 11th. I We are shooting for close to 15 chapters is what we have with these women. And then we get to work really, really closely with them over the next four months to help them to leverage their message, leverage their chapter and impact, serve and support others. So on that, what I want you to know, I want this to be a short message. We can feed our fears or we can feed our faith. I fed my fears for a very, very long time. Nothing changed in my life. My fears got bigger. My fears got bigger. They took way more control in my life. I had to learn how to feed the faith. And I know if you are in the spot where it's like, she has no idea how, where my life is at right now, that I can't even see anything but the fear. You have to choose to see something different. You have to choose to see hope. You have to choose to see that there is possibility that you can create change and you can do something different with your life. And how we start to know that we can is because others have gone before us. And that's essentially what we're trying to do. We're trying to create a movement where people can see what is possible, like what is possible out there by listening to those stories, tuning in, seeing how people have true, real people have overcome circumstances that you can relate to, pain, emotions, and stories that you can relate to. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, there is hope for me. There is hope for me. And then that helps you to build a little bit of faith and a little bit more possibility because it is all possible. You just choose which one you feed, right? You choose which one you feed. You feed your fear, you feed your faith. You get to choose. The beauty is we always have a choice. We have a choice with everything we do all day long. Every choice takes us closer to or further away from where we wanna go. It's all up to us. It's virtually all up to us. And I'm going to end on the quote, one of my absolute favorite quotes by Stephen Covey. I hope I say it right. But we are not a product of our circumstances. We are a product of our decisions. So I feel you if your circumstances have been really crappy. I do. I feel you. I get it. I've been there and I've been in that victim space where I'm just angry and frustrated. But you're still a product of your decisions. You're not a product of your circumstances. And you can change that at any point, any day, any turning point. And if you feel called to, I'm telling you, it's a calling on you to do something with it. So please don't let that rest because someone somewhere is praying for something that you have. I guarantee it. They're praying for it. You have it. You know it's calling on you to make a difference and you can make a difference. So on that, if it speaks to you, please reach out to me because this program is wrapping up on July 11th so we can dive in deep with these women who are here so that we can help them get their story published and share that message and build that platform that they are called to build. And I cannot wait to dive in close with you to do this. So have an incredible, incredible week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember... When you own your choices, you truly own your life.